Hey, Goal Achievers. Welcome to the Elite Achievement Community. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to demystify the goal achievement process. If you are ambitious and visionary, then let's get to work so you can maximize your potential. Hey, Goal Achievers. Welcome back to Elite Achievement. Kristen here, and I'm eager to introduce you to my blonde ambition partner, Shannon Wiley. Shannon's support and encouragement has been instrumental for my personal and professional growth over the last few years. I truly treasure our time together, power walks, long chats over coffee, and many laughs over a glass or several glasses of a great Pinot Noir. I admire Shannon's professionalism, passion, and work ethic. Shannon is the Chief Recruiting Officer for Northwestern Mutual in Atlanta and participates in a National Women's Leadership Program. Welcome, Shannon. Thanks for having me, Kristen. This is so fun, such a dream to be on here with you today and my blonde ambition buddy that originated many years ago, the phrase blonde ambition in a Kansas City hotel room on a business trip. So excited to be here with you today on my first podcast. I am pumped that Elite Achievement is your first podcast. Ah, I know you're going to crush it. But maybe thinking about it, it's Friday afternoon and all the fun times we've had together will calm me down a little bit and y'all will get to see the real Shannon and Kristen today. Well, I have all the confidence in the world that as soon as we start chatting, it's all going to just come out and the nerves will settle down and we will deliver a great show for our listeners. So let's start by talking about one of our favorite topics, ambition. And Shannon, as you think about ambition, what does that mean to you? Gosh, ambition means so many different things to me. But the first thing that comes to mind is whatever it takes, right? The strong determination and will to get whatever done that you really are dreaming about. And it's typically probably something really big out there. So ambition is just that drive and chasing a dream the determination attached to it. Well, and I know we all have a lot of really big dreams that we are going after. And as you, Shannon, think about dreaming big, what helps you stay motivated and connected to achieve those big dreams? Staying connected is, number one, it's my dream, right? So it's something I'm dreaming about. So first and foremost, It came from within and it's mine. And then I think attaching it to short and long-term goals and visions and having people to run alongside you on those has really helped me stay attached to those big dreams and goals. You mentioned having people to run alongside you. You have, without a doubt, been that person for me. And I know we met at a professional setting and we were able to attend a lot of different trainings and events together, but our friendship has really carried on throughout our corporate roles. And if it wasn't for you often encouraging me or reminding me of my strengths, I'm not sure we'd be sitting here recording this podcast today. So do you have any 
advice or insight for women who might be looking for that partner to run with? Or how can other women start to develop those professional relationships that can be so critical? Thinking back to when I first met you, Kristen, a lot of it's unintentional, right? It's kind of like dating, which is kind of funny to think about, right? Because you don't know when you meet someone, if they're really going to be your person and get to know you and you're going to click with them. Candidly, how we met was Kristen was far ahead in her corporate career, much further ahead than I was. And I had an opportunity to fly out across the country and watch her present. And then since I was flying out there, I said, Hey, can I just shadow you for a couple of days and see how you do your work? And I've asked a lot of people that same thing in Northwestern Mutual. And and they've been so incredible to me. I think you just don't know how the relationships are going to form coming out of that. I mean, we were strangers when Kristen and I first met and I flew across the country. And I think you just don't know. So my point is, you've got to be willing to step out and meet a lot of people that you're interested in learning from. And friendships may come out of it. That's the great byproduct of working relationships. And I think when friendships can come out of it, those are the people that help you really attach to your dreams because they really know deep down in your soul who you are, where you want to be. And I think when they know you from the inside out, it's so much more than a professional relationship and they can help course correct and get you back attached and focused to your dreams. It's so interesting when you describe that story, how you perceived me to be further ahead in my career, because I perceived you to be this incredibly fierce boss lady. And I had so much respect and admiration for you and what you were building and where you were at in your career. And I remember back in those early days thinking, wow, I wish I had half of the confidence that Shannon has. If we never had the chance to be vulnerable and get to know one another, we would have always lived with those perceptions, which would have probably kept us distant. So I think your advice for people to meet a lot of people and build those relationships is very sage. Reality is often very different than what we perceive it to be. Yeah, I mean, I think it sure is. And I think that's one of the things that's so amazing about relationships is really strong relationships and running partners or running mates. One always thinks the other is better, but they're equally just really strong individuals chasing their dreams. And there's enough space out there for all of us to go for our dreams. And so in this world, we're not taking from the other, no matter how successful both of us are. We can both wildly chase those dreams. And the more successful... I become, the more successful you become, the more successful you become, the more successful I become. So it really becomes a collaboration and a partnership. And I think one of the things that makes our relationship really unique is the connection to being in a male-dominated industry. Now, you are still very much thriving in this male-dominated industry. I have since pivoted and changed careers. I'm still doing a lot of work in this industry. But I've always experienced you, Shannon, as your authentic self. How do you think women who are working in a male-dominated industry can maintain their authentic selves? Gosh, I think can and will maintain your authentic self. So 
yeah, we are in a male dominated industry. And it's so funny to think about your authentic self in that space. Because sometimes often enough, I know I have an authentic self and I have a brand and what people perceive of me, but sometimes you're not as aware of it until you really start to pull back into, well, what are those areas that I am my most authentic self in? And as you mentioned, this women's leadership program that I'm in, I had to ask people around my life and professional life, personal life that I respected how they perceive me. And a lot of it was around my true authentic self. And, you know, sometimes I would just dig in a little bit more and ask, well, what does that mean? And often the word refreshing is tied to it. So it's very refreshing when you're authentic, especially in a male dominated world. An authentic self looks a lot different maybe than others' authentic self. I think just staying true to it and having fun with it and Also checking in with the people you really trust dialogue around authentic self and how people perceive you and learning more about what that means to other people. And I think people will be surprised how much people respect you being your authentic self. And I know there were times as I reflect back on my career, I showed up as less than my authentic self. And I think that was deeply connected to my confidence, or maybe I was trying to compete in ways that wasn't necessarily healthy. Do you have any insight or advice for others who might be struggling to have the confidence to be their authentic selves and how you do that in an environment that might feel challenging? One of the first things that comes to mind is Think of who are the people you most trust. Choose three people and ask them how they experience you. So what to them is your authentic self? Almost like taking an inventory or an audit of your authentic self. So learning a bit more about how people experience you because it can be very surface level at first when you think of authentic self. Very surface level to me is I love a certain cup of coffee every morning. I carry a pack of blue and I love tweed suits, right? Like that is very, very surface level. That's what people see driving down the highway if they rode past me. But there's so much more. That's the very tiny layer of authentic self. So I think sitting down with people, it's almost like thinking of if I was to clean out my closet, this is so cliche to say as a woman, but if I was to clean out my closet, I let you sit on my bed and go through my closet. You're going to help me better understand my wardrobe and what I need to get rid of and what I never even wear. Same thing with your authentic self. It just creates awareness. And there's so many layers to authentic self that you maybe are not aware of quite yet that are all really good things that once you learn, you can lean into a bit more. As we think about showing up as your authentic self in a male-dominated industry, sometimes we overemphasize gender. And as you work and have grown your career, how much do you think about being a woman in a male-dominated industry? Is that something you think of regularly or has it become your normal? So I've been in this industry for 16 years, right off the college campus. So I really don't know any industry other than this. So one, yes, it is my normal. 
But two, I do think about it often because I really have a passion for helping women in Northwestern Mutual. So I may not see it clearly every day. I know it is definitely a male-dominated industry. And so I think, yeah, there is a gender difference. But I also think there's characteristics that lie inside of it. And maybe sometimes over time, I start to see the characteristics that make people just absolute stellar rock stars in the company. And it's not tagged to just being a woman or just being a man. It's really just the characteristics and qualities that they've accomplished over time. What I'm hearing you say is it really boils down to certain characteristics that lead to success or rock star status. With 16 years of experience, what are some of those characteristics that you've seen really successful rock star professionals have? And then how do you think we can grow those characteristics? You know, being able to actually verbalize those characteristics is so important. And I just read a great book called How Women Rise. That's phenomenal. I encourage everyone to go read it. It doesn't matter if you're a male or a female because a male encouraged me to read it because he had read it and he thought of me so much. And the first habit inside of that book is women often don't take credit for the work that they do. And I mean, really, you can close the book at that point, right? Because I think when we talk about characteristics, so it's not that men and women don't have equal opportunities to achieve and excel. It's just how men and women filter and learn things differently. Also, there is a habit in there. They don't talk about what they want to do, where they want to go. So in law firms, men come in right out of law school and they were always talking about the partner track. Well, there's a partner track in my company as well. And it's taken me a long time to publicly say, I want to make partner one day. And so you read that book and sometimes you read books and think, man, was this book written for me? Every woman that has read it has told me the same thing. So I think those are the two biggest pieces for women and the characteristics is taking credit for the work that you've done. Women are so gifted at giving the credit to everyone else and serving themselves last. And telling everyone what they want to be and where they want to go from day one out of the gate. I am so excited for you to go public and say you want to make partner and I will be cheering you on all along the way. However, I agree with you so much in regard to that book, How Women Rise. It was a phenomenal read. I read that book and I thought, where was this book in my early 20s? Where was this book at the start of my career? Because there are so many insightful nuggets to help us as women understand how we are showing up and we are hindering our own success. And I think it's also a very valuable read to understand some of the ways that we might need to change our thinking to excel professionally. So I loved that book. You mentioned how women often don't vocalize where it is that they want to go. And in my work, about 75% of my current clients are women. And one of the things that I have found, Shannon, is that women in general, not all women, but in general, really struggle with drafting a vision. And I am so passionate 
about helping women grow the confidence or the courage or break through the fear of failure or fear of success to write that vision. Tell us a little bit about your vision, where you're wanting to go and how you've gotten there. Wow. You know, when I first started working on my vision, which was in 2020, and when I went to my managing partner, who I adore and think the world of, to work on my vision, and I said, I kind of feel like it's a blank slate right now because I've never written one in 16 years in my career. And he said, that doesn't surprise me. And I said, tell me more of what you mean. And it wasn't that I didn't have a vision. It's just that my vision was so big. And there were so many details that I think we're afraid to put pen to paper or type it however you want to do it. Because we're so afraid to put ourselves out there because it's the what if it doesn't happen or come to reality. So we're trying to connect today to the future with a vision. And actually, Kristen, you helped me a lot with my vision. You were in California. I was in Georgia. I was on a power walk. You were giving me a talk around vision. And you made me go set a timer for 45 minutes. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But it was lovely. It was the fall. I sat outside and I set this timer and I worked for 45 minutes. And it was the most amazing freeing thing to get everything out on paper to really get started. And I can still hear you saying in my head, it's just a draft. It's just a draft. It doesn't have to be final. It's not getting published anywhere. No one has to see it today. Just start working on it. And it's evolved so much this year. It takes a lot of courage to share it with people. We were in annual planning today in my firm, and I was actually coaching people in my firm around their goals for 2021. And they said, Hey, we want to see your vision. And I thought, Wow, I'm glad I have one. And I'm nervous to let you see it because it's pretty raw and detailed. And what started out as challenging to write for 45 minutes is now a five-page single-space type document. <laughs> You've got yourself a novel. We know where you yes. are going. We know where we're going. We know where we're celebrating. We're going to be in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> I appreciate your vulnerability in sharing how you came to write your vision. And what you shared, Shannon, has been my experience with a lot of my clients. It's that it's not that we don't have these goals or desires within us. It's a level of fear of putting it out there. And what if I fail? Or what if I don't achieve this? Or sometimes what if I achieve this? Will I be a different person? And what happens to the life that I know? And so to have the courage to do that and set the timer, write it out, and then to share that is phenomenal. But you also mentioned in your story, your relationship with your managing partner. And it makes me think not all individuals have such a fantastic sponsorship or mentorship. What are some of the things that you have done to develop such a wonderful relationship with your leader who's ultimately going to help you get to where you want to go in this vision? Yeah, I can't take all the credit there for sure because it is a relationship. There's two parties involved and the partner that I work with, I've really known him my entire career. 
but I haven't always worked for him and been really his essential partner in recruiting. I think we have a, a mutual level of respect for each other. And when we decided to partner together, it was a really exciting time for both of us. There's a book that I'm sure a lot of people have read, but it's Find a Sponsor, Not a Mentor. And I encourage all of y'all to go look up the difference and what is the difference in a mentor and a sponsor, right? A sponsor is that next level person. And he's really elevating me and he's putting me out there and he's encouraging me to do things that are very scary, but he sees things in me much more clearly than I do. And that lens of fear that may be in front of me, he helps clear up for me a lot. He sees things differently and the way we can talk to each other really helps elevate me and he encourages me, he challenges me, but I think I do that for him as well. So we have just become a really great partnership and it takes time, just like any relationship. So I think these things can't be taken care of overnight, but they build over time and the relationship is really, really important. The difference between a sponsor and a mentor, that was a very helpful concept in my own career growth. And that sponsor really being that person that helps get you into the groups or the next level development programs that you need to be a part of. For all of our listeners who do have big careers and big ambitions, go out and find yourself a sponsor. And so do you have any insight if someone is sitting here listening? Yes, Shannon, I need a sponsor. How can they find a sponsor? I think you have to have a lot of relationships to know who your sponsor is. And I'd start with making a list of what would a sponsor do for you if you had a sponsor. And then I'd start going to look for one and being very clear when you're talking to people what you want in a sponsor. Because Kristen, what you want may look very differently than what I want. But I was really clear when I started partnering with Juan what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the chief recruiting officer. I wanted to be in the women's leadership program. I want to become a managing director and eventually a partner. But those are really big bullet points and career dreams. And we've got to fill in everything in between in there. But that sponsor gets you in the right places at the right times. And it may not be your direct boss. So also too, don't miss the amazing sponsors that could be out there that could be running right beside you. I think, Kristen, you're one of my greatest sponsors, right? So if you think of it, someone who's your cheerleader, who promotes you, who loves on you too, and isn't just your pal and colleague riding right alongside you. So your sponsors can be someone your age. They can be younger than you. They could just be in a position that they're really well-networked in your company. And I mean, every chance I get, I'm saying, get Kristen Burke on the docket here, right? Like she's the best thing we've got going. And every company needs to be hiring her to work around achievement coaching. I'm not anyone special but I'm sponsoring you in that way. So I think you can find sponsors in so many different ways. And hey, if you want to chat with me and let's talk about sponsorship and where you may find sponsorship in your life, let's talk about it. Well, Shannon, thank you. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for always sponsoring me and being my cheerleader and my supporter. And I know that you have been that role for so many people. And it is fantastic to hear the level of support that you are getting right now on your growth and your development journey. 
What I've heard throughout this conversation, which are a couple of critical components, is one, an extreme amount of clarity. And it takes some time. This clarity doesn't just come overnight, but you have an extreme amount of clarity around what you want and where you want to go. That clarity is now articulated in a vision. So you have a a formal document that you can review periodically to make sure you're going in the direction that you want to go. You've also become very intentional with a lot of your different relationships. And I think one of the things that we can learn the most from you in our conversation today is understand who the people are in your life that can be your cheerleaders, that can be your sponsors, that can be people to run with, and then ask them to be that person for you. Don't just assume that they can be that person for you. And so really, if we can all take a look at our own networks and start to identify what roles people play, I think that could be really helpful on our career growth and development journeys. Absolutely. What advice do you have for men who have the pleasure of leading an ambitious professional like yourself? Let them be their true self. And my partner always says that to me. He always says, just be your true self. So I think if you let the women be their true selves, that's also where the relationship comes from. And we can learn so much from each other because the way I can learn from a man, a man can learn from a woman if we both just get to be our authentic self. Another lesson I learned in my corporate career is I had a lot of beliefs or a lot of expectations, but I wasn't always openly communicating those with my colleagues. And the more that you start to create that dialogue and seek to understand, I think that can be really powerful. And I also remember reading, and I don't remember where I read this, but if you lean in and get to truly know people, it's hard to not like them. And I think that can be so true because we can all be very quick to judge. And so just leaning in and getting to know people can help us develop those deep relationships. You are obviously an expert at building relationships. Can you talk about some of the things that you do to lean in and really get to know people and understand who they truly are? Well, I think one of the things I've always heard my entire career was don't miss the assembly. So anytime people are gathering, whether it's a fun lunch or if they're bringing in chicken biscuits or there's a meeting on a topic you don't understand, I think relationships are formed in some of the places you would never imagine them forming. I'm a very social person. I'm an extrovert. I'm an Enneagram 8. I'm the challenger. So I'm always showing up. Life of the party. But here's the thing. I typically am not attracted to those types of people because they're just as much energy as me. And that's too much for me to all take in. So I think to build relationships, you've got to work at it. And don't compare yourself to someone else and their relationships. I think go form the ones that you want to form. And you just don't know the beautiful things that are going to come out of it. But it takes time and it takes work. But go to as many things as you possibly can. You talk about comparison. And I believe that comparison is the thief 
of all of our joy. It robs us of our joy. As you've worked to elevate yourself professionally, have you found yourself comparing? And what do you do to not compare so you can stay in your own lane and run your own race? Absolutely. I compare myself all the time. And your exact definition is the definition tattooed on my wrist. (laughs) Not really, but I see it all the time, right? I constantly compare the path I'm on at the speed in which I'm progressing and I'm achieving results or getting the next level of opportunity, living in the comparison lane. I think, number one, if it's specific to your industry, that's probably just something that's going to happen. But I think going back and tying it to your vision helps remember it's my dream, it's my vision, it's my timeline and where I'm going. If you can stay more focused on your vision and less focused on the comparison trap because it is the thief of joy. And I need to savor in the moment and the joy that is happening for me right now because it is so abundant. But if I'm constantly comparing myself to everyone else in my firm or my competitors, I'm going to really lose focus of that vision and where I'm going. So it actually really is robbing me of the joy of what is here and what is to come. You talk a lot in your answer about joy. And I know this because I have the absolute pleasure of spending a lot of time with you. But Shannon, you are one of the most positive individuals that I know. And I think that level of positivity is absolutely required to go after big goals, to live out a big vision. What are some of the things that you do to keep that positivity high? Yeah, I think what fills you up, right? Like what brings you joy is a great question that everyone should be able to answer. First and foremost, my nephews bring me joy. I have three nephews. They're teenagers, 8th grade, 10th grade, 12th grade, and they live across the street from me. They bring me great joy. I went from high-rise city life. I bought a farmhouse across the street from them. And they are my greatest source of joy. My faith is a really big source of joy for me. And I've really been focusing on it and really trying to grow in that journey. And I think family is just family and friends, being around people who fill you up. And I just turned 40 this year. So I feel like I'm learning a lot about myself kind of coming into the grown up life just at age 40. And I think what you learn is spend time with people that fill you up. You don't have time for people that don't. And if that means flying across country to hang out on Halloween weekend with people that just fill up your soul and seeing the joy in their daughter, which is your daughter, I mean, you just have to go find your joy because it's out there, calendar it, make it happen and make sure you're getting it on a daily, weekly, quarterly basis because I can deplete myself so much, but joy fills me right back up. It's like that instant shot of espresso. I'm feeling good when I got that joy in my heart. You are Auntie Shannon to Scarlett, and she loves you to pieces, but you're so right. We have to be intentional with our joy. And I know one of the things that we've done is we've calendared a monthly call. And I think we probably started pretty structured because I probably had an agenda and we're like, we're going to talk about this and this. And I've been known to be a little rigid from time to time. 
And as we've done these calls, they've really truly evolved to such a fantastic time to catch up and support and challenge and talk about our businesses and our goals. I hope our listeners can take away that joy doesn't just happen sitting around waiting for it, that you have to be intentional. And again, it goes back to clarity, Shannon, clarity around what brings you joy, because what brings me joy, they might be different things. One other thing that I want to highlight is that I believe our joy will evolve and change as we grow and evolve and change. And you talked about your high-rise condo that you were living in, and now you're living in a different location. Our family, we were living in downtown Los Angeles. It was this hustle and bustle across the street from the Staples Center. And there came a point where that no longer brought us joy. And so we moved to the beach, which brings us a ton of joy. So our joy can definitely evolve and change over time. For sure. And I think you got to run with that joy and move on it. Well, as we're thinking about the end of the first quarter here of 2021, what is success looking like for you in 2021? Yeah, I think success on so many different levels. Personally, my nephew's graduating from high school and going to play baseball. So we're so excited with that. My family is healthy and hallelujah. And professionally, there's some things in the works that are probably right around the corner and close to coming out public. And I think success is finding joy in the work that we're doing and the impact in the lives of those that we're working with. And I'm so excited to share with everyone probably once we move into Q2 of 2021. Well, Shannon, we are all going to be waiting for the exciting news to come out. And we'll all be very curious on what is happening with you. And if we want to stay connected, how can our listeners stay connected with you? Well, the best way to stay connected with me is through social media. No social media mogul here, but if you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram as Wiley Shannon, W-I-L-E-Y, or feel free to connect with me over work email. I spend a lot of time on it during the week, not on the weekends. So I have some limits around it. But feel free to connect with me. I'm just shannon.wiley at nm.com and be happy to chat with you. Shannon, I've loved our conversation today, and I know our listeners are going to gain a ton of value understanding how to show up as their authentic selves, some inspiration to build that vision, the confidence and courage to grow a network of sponsors and mentors, and then also a lot of insight on how to live a life full of joy. So thank you, Shannon, for showing up as your authentic self today. And with that goal achievers, make sure you celebrate your weekly wins, note your lessons learned, and identify your priorities for next week so you can continue to pursue goal achievement. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website to sign up and get connected. We can also connect socially on Instagram. Follow me at Meet Kristen Burke. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. Until next time, Goal Achievers, keep progressing towards your goals and celebrate those weekly wins. 
Oh, 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 oh,